to this is me testing a theory I've got a theory that I can do this and I don't really know what it will do but we will find out soon here we go it's the pages of popcorns podcast Jennifer and Kelly will edify it's the pages of popcorns podcast Jennifer and Kelly talk so you better damn well listen welcome to a supplemental episode of pages and popcorn podcast normally this podcast talks about movies that were based on books and the original source material but today for our supplemental episode we are going to be talking about some of the books that we read in 2018 that we really liked that we will remember that will stay with us, that we recommend. We are avoiding words like, this is my favorite book, because both of us have commitment issues. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love you, my husband. No, um, we're going to be talking about books that have stayed. I guess I like you, my ex. There you go. Oh, well, no, <laughs> commitment issues there, no. <laughs> I don't think I have a favorite book, I, because I, it changes. No, I don't. I usually say this is a top 10 or top five, but I never have, like, this is my favorite. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I have a favorite television show. I don't even have that. I do. It's called Anything That Says Star Trek in the title. <laughs> Nerd! <laughs> yes. Okay. We're going to talk about, just briefly, because we won't make this supplemental episode too long, some of the books that we read in 2018 that really resonated with us mm-hmm. or that stayed with us, all of that stuff. So we can go back and forth, but save the one we have in common for the end. Okay. Well, we so. have a couple. Oh, do we? Okay, well, you go first. I'll let you go first. All right, so I am going to recommend something by Alona Andrews, and this is a husband-wife team, and they met when they were in college. They tend to write some of my favorite sort of urban fantasy stuff. Uh, They just finished one of their series, Kate Daniels, with Magic Triumphs. Hidden Legacy is a fairly short series, but I absolutely adore it. So if you like urban fantasy and you want some popcorn fiction, I totally recommend them. And what's the name of the book that's Okay, so Magic... Okay, so there's two series. Uh, One is the Kate Daniels series. Kate Daniels series. Yeah. And so Magic Triumphs, I did read in 2018 because that was the last novel in that series. And it was awesome! Okay. Um, Hidden Legacy, that is three. And it's one of those where... I don't care why there's magic in the world. Just wave your hands. There's magic. Let's get on with the plot. And it's awesome. And it's cool. And I love their characters. And they're funny and fantastic and wonderful. And they write really, really good action. Oh, cool. Okay. The action. Um, one of mine that I read last or yeah, last year in 2018 was a book called Man Named Ove. Or Ove. Depends on how you pronounce it. Ove. Ove. Okay. It's Swedish. It's Swedish. It's written by Frederick Bachman. <laughs> okay, trying to be Swedish there. And this book surprised me, and I really liked it. It had a great cast of characters. It takes place, uh, like Jennifer just said, in Sweden. So it's a little bit outside of the normal American books that I read, which was kind of fun, all the, the different words that I got to learn. But it was a great it was a great book. It had, uh, like I said, a great cast of characters, some really fun character development. Um, and I'm not going to give too much away, but it... It yeah. starts off with Uwe, who's a crank, and he goes around and he kicks tires. And oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He kicks everything to make sure that it's working. He's great. He's yeah. one, of the, one of the few male protagonists that I really was so rooting for this year. So this is a book that we have in common, and we both recommend it. Oh, okay. That is on your list. Cool. Okay, let me let me go another one and see if it's also on your list. I 
Uh, no, I know that one's on your list. So I'm actually going to recommend Nothing Lasts Forever by Roderick Thorpe, which was a book that we read for this podcast. It was the book that inspired the movie Die Hard. And it's on my list because it was so surprising. The movie Die Hard, and I mean, you can listen to the podcast and hear us talk about it in depth, but the movie was great. The movie's fine. The book is so good. It has to deal with this gray morality, and there's some interesting character development. And I was just really surprised. At the first couple pages, I thought I was going to hate this book. And I ended up really liking it. And there's a lot of little gems, hidden gems in it that I will definitely stay with me. So that book is on my list. Cool. You have another one, Jennifer? Uh, I'm going to recommend another series. This this one is by Derek Landry. It's, I have a hard time saying this, Skullduggery Pleasant. Skullduggery Pleasant. Yes. Okay, go ahead, Jennifer. Tell us about Skullduggery Pleasant. Pleasant. Okay, it takes place in Ireland. And this was another one of those that really surprised me. It's a young adult, but it's, I guess, in the vein of Harry Potter, where you're going to have people die. Just accept it. It, it, It's pretty grim in some areas, but it's also just goddamn hilarious. Grim and hilarious. Okay. All right, so there's a young girl who's 12. Her, Her beloved uncle dies, who is a rich author. Like all authors are. Oh, right, yes. Kalia? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so while she's there, there's her family, and then there's this kind of very thin gentleman, and they get whatever they get from the uncle, and she gets almost everything, and so the oddballs of the family hate her. She stays at the mansion overnight. She is attacked, and to her rescue is the very thin gentleman, who turns out to be a skeleton. Okay. A living skeleton who's also a detective. And she says, okay, I'm going to be your partner from now on, and you're going to teach me magic. Adventures ensue. Adventures ensue. Very cool. Very cute series. Okay. Um, Another book that is definitely going to stay with me from the year 2018 was a book called The Power by Naomi Alderman. And this book got a lot of attention. Some of it good, some of it bad, some of it warranted. I thought that this was going to be a book that was going to be super feminist. And I would actually argue that it's not overly feminist. Uh, it's very dark. And it it has some messages that I think are really interesting. But again, it has some really interesting characters. Um, the plot contrivance of the all of a sudden, all the women in the world have this mon- very specific magical power. Um, I think it glossed over a couple of interesting points about like trans people. But sh- Uh, that's not what she wanted to write about, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, but it definitely stayed with me and it gave me a lot of things to think about. And it was not what I expected when I started it. I have a feeling this book is going to be making, be made into a movie at some point, just Mm. because Hollywood tends to like to make popular books and and especially controversial ones into movies. So maybe we'll have a chance to talk about it more in depth, but uh, sure, pick it up and read it. It won't take you very long. And I, I guarantee that some of the images in it will haunt your dreams forever. Hmm. Your turn. All right. So I'm going to recommend something that's a little bit different. It's for those of you who want a gay romance. Woo! Yeah. So this one, uh, it's called Carry the Ocean. And it's a romance between a young man who's in college who has autism and another one who has severe depression and anxiety disorders. Interesting. Yeah. And if you like audiobooks, Iggy Toma is a narrator. He nails this. Okay. Uh, I do have a friend who I have multiple friends who are autistic autism spectrum uh one of them who does podcasts so i sent her the audiobook and she's like yeah this is fucking right on so as somebody who has had to deal with depression it was pretty right there for me and it's also just kind of a little bit of a different novel i i like novels that don't have um well who have non-neurotypical characters 
Okay. All right. So I'm going to recommend that one. Carry the Ocean by Heidi Cullinan. Carry the Ocean. Very cool. Okay. Another one that I think is on both of our list is Eleanor Oliphant. It's it completely fine. Is completely fine. And that is written by Gail Honeyman. I bought this randomly at Costco because I thought, uh, oh, she's completely fine. But there would be no story if she really was completely fine. So, hey, look, the title is lying to me. I must read this book. <laughs> and I'm so glad I did. It's light. It's fluffy. It's it's fun. It's a beach read. It's it's very it's quick. It's entirely light and fluffy. I, by my definitions, which you can t- quibble okay, with so if you want. Okay, so tell the story about the author. Tell the story about because the author? Because you were reading the book, and she doesn't care about what she's eating. She just... Oh, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> there's a line in the one of the first early pages of this book about how this main character doesn't care care about food at all. She just basically eats so she doesn't die, and she just, whatever. And that is me. That is me to a T. I don't care. I'm not a foodie. I don't really like to eat, but apparently we need to so that we don't die. Anyways, I quoted this, and I was like, this character is awesome. She's just like me. And I quoted it and tweeted it at the author, and a couple people on Twitter were like, wait till you read more. And then I read more, and I was like, oh, this character has major anxiety issues, and this character is has has some other neuro issues, and this character, maybe, I don't know, this isn't me, but... I, I have enough in common with Eleanor Oliphant that I can say I agree with her and her opinions about food. So it, I absolutely love the language that she uses. It's very, very cute. And it's also not an American novel. Yeah, it's British. Or Irish. No, it's, it's British. Is it, I thought she was in Ireland. We will have to look this up. We'll have to look it up. Anyways, it's somewhere not here, and it's very, very adorable. And it it did this thing where you're reading it, and you think, oh, my God, they're going to have this love story, and why does every freaking book need to have a love story? And then it doesn't, and it made me happy. So. <laughs> yeah, Kelly's not into love. I am. Yeah, I'm anti-love, as you can tell. And you're the happily married one, too. Yeah, totally anti-love. <laughs> totally. Anyways, um, so yes, Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine. But she's also a really intelligent, intellectual character. I just... Doug being in her head. Yeah, she's fun. Yeah. I really liked her. So there you go. Okay, you so um, let's go to Shrill. Okay, well, Shrill, is, on, is it on your list? No, it's not oh, on my okay. list. You're just looking yours. at my list. Because you have, you told me, get five books, and I did. And then you put down six on Well, your I list. put my, I, yes. Because I made the rules and I can break them, yes. So Shrill by (laughs) Lindy West was an amazing book. I I really liked it. She's hilarious. It's funny. It's a nonfiction. She's writing about her life. She's writing about dating. She's writing about her issues with her body. She's writing about other people's issues with her body. She's writing about being a woman in comedy. She, uh, you may or may not remember, she had a big... Fight to do with Dan Savage years ago. They and both write for The Stranger, which is a Seattle-based newspaper. Right. And she, she's just great. Um, I, I we, loved it. You know, when we were reading this novel, we both went... I remember when they were having this argument yes. back in... Back in whenever it was. Early... I don't remember, and I don't want to go okay. on the record as saying it wrong. <laughs> so, yes. But I do remember that the, the, the big to-do, because she talks about body issues. And one takeaway that I got from this book, actually, is that she's talking about your perception of reality is affected by what you routinely perceive. So, in order to, accustom, to get yourself accustomed to seeing fat ladies, basically, and to not bump on it every time you see somebody who's overweight, because in a lot of us in our day-to-day life, depending on what you're watching media and consuming and, and stuff, you may or may not see a lot of people who have actual realistic body types. So her advice was to make an Instagram 
thing on, and to follow all the beautiful fat ladies that you can. And as you start to see that every day, day in, day out, um, I'm going to say desensitize. That's not the phrase she used, but you'll basically become accustomed and you'll start to look beyond it and your mental, socially constructed, oh, bump on something that is different or as our society tells us is bad will start to diminish. And pretty soon you'll be just appreciating the beauty and the makeup and the this and the color and all of this stuff. And as somebody who struggles with body issues of myself, I did that and it totally worked. And you I said your Instagram, my Instagram got a lot more interesting is way more interesting. It's fun. And, and I'm just this little tiny change, um, just to change the filters. And I, I love it. And I love Lindy West. I think that she's just really, really great. And I really enjoyed this book. Yeah. So it's, it's a fast light read. Um, but it's totally worth your time. So. All right. So this is one that we both loved. Um, and when we had this book for our book club, I came in and I had to say, okay, I have to say this to everybody in the room. This is why I love book club. I would never pick this one up, mm -hmm. except that it was recommended. This is The Underground Girls of Kabul. Yes. And it is written by, where's my little list? Jenny Nordberg. Oh, there it is. Yes, I can't see. Yes, Jenny Nordberg. Now, when I read the back of this Underground Girls of Kabul, I was like, oh, it's going to be talking about how women in Kabul, which is in Afghanistan, um, they, you know, poor women and they, they're restricted and they have horrible lives and, oh, this is going to be a bummer book. It was fascinating. Not only was yeah. it fascinating, but it's not really about just women living in a different kind of cultural landscape than we live in today. It has to do with and I don't I actually don't want to give too much of it away because it, it because it changes mm. as you're reading it you realize what it's actually about and what it's actually about is about power structures and how gender is a tool in power structures that are used by both genders to achieve power and I I just Without giving too much away. Okay, but I want to give a little bit of a okay, basic. Okay. So one of the things that happens in Afghanistan is if a family has not had a male child, what they will do is dress up one of their daughters as a boy. They will give her a boy's haircut. They will, you know, masculinize her name. And she will essentially be a boy until she hits about puberty. And everybody in culture accepts that this is the boy. Yes, with, without a lot of drama about yeah. it. And, and so then you have this whole idea of if your gender is that fluid, what does that actually mean? And then it, it goes on to the people who don't want to switch back yeah. um, or why you might want to switch back, um, who gets chosen to do this and who doesn't. You it's, get some interviews with adults who were who went through this. Yes, and adults who stayed and didn't. It's just... Really so interesting. Yeah. yeah. And again, like you said, from book club, a book I may or may not have ever picked up, but definitely one that I went in with a preconceived notion. And, and this is the one away. I recommend to everybody. Yep. It it's was probably the best book I read in 2018. <gasps> one of the best books I read in 2018. It's, but it is, it is the one that when people say, oh, I need something new to read. And yeah. I say, oh, well, you should read this. I will say this about our book club is it's gotten me to read a lot more nonfiction than I used to. And I struggled with it in the beginning. And then I started liking nonfiction a lot more. And then this is one of those books that it's, it's really, really good nonfiction. It is. It definitely is. So I know you're all really jealous that you don't get to be part of our book club, but <laughs> so be it. If you lived here in Fresno, you could be part of our book club. Maybe. Okay, so that about wraps up our uh, 2018 books that we, you know, loved and we wanted to recommend. And this wraps up our first supplemental episode. So check out our Patreon, check out our website, check out our social media platforms, and we will see you 
at the movies. No. <laughs> and thank you very much for listening. I don't know. I don't have a good sign-off. What do you think? What's a good sign-off? Keep us in coffee. Keep us in coffee. Join our Patreon and so that we can drink more coffee, so that we can record more episodes and read more books. All right. Bye, y'all.